0: Is a bonus episode of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Let's take a look at the midterm election with a madcap recap of a couple of the races yesterday. Even though many of them are still being decided, like when the Powerball machine took an overnight slumber before someone jiggled the handle and it shit out five ping pong balls. 12 Hours Late that disappointed everyone but one guy in California. We start with Carrie Lake over in Arizona. A woman that looks like a Mexican lesbian and talks like a lesbian racist who had this to say on election day. I'm going to not only be the governor of Arizona for four years, I'm going to do two terms. I'm going to be your worst freaking nightmare for eight years and we will reform the media as well. We're going to make you guys into journalists again. So get ready. It's going to be a fun eight years. I can't wait. Yeah, scary Carrie with her thinly veiled threat to the part-time cameraman from the Lifetime Network assigned to cover her campaign. She gonna teach him journalism, y'all. Right after she auditions for the next episode of Snapped. She's already saying that the election is rigged because she hasn't won yet. Every single election from now until the inevitable heat death of the universe will be inundated with constant wails of, if my side loses, it must have been rigged, like play a monopoly against a five-year-old. Also, Arizona, get your shit together. The entire state is like Orlando, nothing but Applebee's and strip malls, golf courses and parking lots surrounded by a seething crowd of local yokels that think meth and mountain dew make up half the food pyramid. But perhaps, perhaps Arizona is coming to its senses because some very poor leftist from Boston moved in to bring down the property values and write for hilarious podcasts. So hey, thanks TJ for taking one for the team. Carrie Lake versus Katie Hobbs for the Arizona governor's race is too close to call. But Carrie is losing and will probably send her salad back 15 times today in protest. In Pennsylvania, John Fetterman told Dr. Oz to take one loss and call him to concede in the morning as the seven-foot-tall recovering stroke victim and probable motorcycle gang enforcer won the U.S. Senate seat. Let's go to Fox News and Steve Ducey for more analysis. When it comes to the state of Pennsylvania, why did Dr. Oz lose? Well, it looks like, according to uh, the exit polling, it's because Fetterman won. <laughs> hey, 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 no shit, Sherlock. That's why Ducey makes the big bucks, y'all. Really weird that Oprah refused to endorse Dr. Oz kind of like watching the episode of blue's clues where steve puts the dog down lots of historic victories in the 2022 midterm elections maryland elected its first ever black governor and in this case wes is more maxwell frost is the very first gen z to be elected to a house seat more updates on this to develop on tiktok And Mara Healy is the first woman governor of Massachusetts, as well as the first openly lesbian governor in the country. Though it's been a minute since anyone's checked if Mitt Romney still has his balls, so he may hold one of those titles retroactively. Dumb people with terrible ideas. Hall of Famer Marjorie Taylor Greene won re-election proving that with hard work and lots of dark corporate money, literally anybody can be a representative of the house. She's celebrating by doing CrossFit and caressing her titties with an Axe Body Spray bottle. Marjorie's bestie in Congress, Lauren Boebert in Colorado. Well, she's in a race that's too close to call. Nobody saw this coming. Boebert is in a Republican district and was expected to win easily. Also, Herschel Walker is somehow tied with his U.S. Senate opponent, Raphael Warnock. Despite the fact that Herschel thinks the three branches of government are offense, defense, and special teams, Herschel is like this generation's Al Bundy, who, as we all know, scored four touchdowns at Polk High before getting pegged pregnant in the back of an El Camino. His campaign has been very competitive, surprisingly so, despite Herschel franchising abortions for half of the University of Georgia fan base. Walker versus Warnock is too close to call. Probably gonna go to a runoff election in the beginning of December. In the Commonwealth of Kentucky, they voted to protect abortion rights? Is that a typo? Yeah, even even Kentucky was like, man, Mitch McConnell deciding on the best way to handle an ectopic pregnancy is a bridge too, too far. And by bridge, I mean where Mitch's dad used to do the lynchings. I really thought this Kentucky abortion vote thing was a typo. Thank goodness we have the MyPillow guy on the real-time crime desk monitoring election fraud. Here, let's let him explain. Starting at 6 o'clock, Steve, and your show, you guys can beam in on the real-time crime desk. You can watch it at Frank's speech on Lindell TV at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. We're starting. We're going to go through the night. I have cyber guys with me, some of the best in the world, and they're going to be showing you charts of each race. Are they stealing this one? Is there no fraud in this one? It's going to be the real-time crime desk. Yeah. My Pillow Guy has the best in the world voting security team on Lindell TV in Minnesota, where all the smartest technology bros live. Down in America's scrotum, Florida, Ron DeSantis crushed his opponent. I mean, crushed former Governor Charlie Crist, uh, just destroyed him. DeSantis is running for president, there's no question about it. Which is why Donald Trump said, if DeSantis does run for president, quote, I will tell you things about DeSantis that won't be very flattering. I know more about him than anybody other than perhaps his wife. That's a threat for real. Trump gonna do some straight up gangsta shit, round up a blowtorch and some pliers and get to work for real. You know, earlier this week, most Americans set their clock back uh, an hour earlier. And yesterday, a good chunk of Americans thought we'd be setting the country back 50 years earlier. But shockingly, it turns out that the red wave is looking a lot more like a red trickle. Maybe actively killing your own supporters by pretending a pandemic doesn't exist or convincing them that the whole system is rigged doesn't incentivize a huge push toward the polls. Especially for Republican women who, despite their own love for hurting poor people and brown people on issues like immigration and taxes, still feel attached and entitled to their own bodily autonomy. American men might be finding out that legislating women's bodies against their will is a great way to get your balls twisted on the ballot. Or maybe, just maybe, this is all a mirage. A lot of these races haven't finished yet. And as of 11 a.m., the day after the midterm election, we still don't know who has control of the U.S. House or the U.S. Senate. This is just a quick update on the election. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're hankering for a healthy helping of dumb people with terrible ideas, We've just about finished our next episode. It's going to be a two-parter, and that could come out as early as today. So do me a favor. Jump over to EricExplains.com, Get on the email list and hang tight for full episodes coming very, very soon. And above all, have a nice day. See you soon.